it gives me great pleasure today to be able to introduce our new basketball coach, Mark Pope. And I just want to say, make one comment. Brian Santiago, who's uh, the deputy AD and the director or uh, basketball administrator, and I have had an incredible opportunity and experience over the last uh, number of days to be able to talk to former players at BYU, former coaches at BYU, and candidates for this job who wanted this job bad. And it was such a great feeling to be able to still feel the energy, the enthusiasm, the excitement of BYU basketball. And when all was said and done, it all pointed to Mark Pope as our next basketball coach. And so without any further ado, I'd like to introduce Mark Pope. Mark. I have a speech that's several pages long, so uh, I'd like to thank um, uh, certainly President Wordland and Matt Richardson and of course Tom and Brian. Uh, we spent a lot of time together the last week or so. Uh, some might say that it's harder to gain top, se top secret security clearance to the CIA than it is to become a BYU basketball coach, but it's been an unbelievable opportunity not only to hear from them about what they feel about this institution and how extraordinary this place is, but also to hear from them about how they think that BYU can grow and it can continue to fulfill its mission. It was an unbelievable opportunity to spend time with them. Um, uh, this place is like nowhere else. Um, it, is, it is a beacon on a hill, and it is such an honor and a privilege uh, to have the opportunity to be uh, the head men's basketball coach here at Brigham Young University, and I, I couldn't be more proud or more excited. There is a standard of excellence here uh, in everything that happens on this campus, and certainly uh, there's a standard of excellence that's been set with this basketball program and incredibly high expectations, and that is one of the most enticing things to me about um, taking over this position, is those high expectations and the way we'll be able to embrace them. Uh, my first meeting, um, you know, the, the, this basketball cycle, uh, this coaching carousel is really interesting. And so my first meeting uh, with Brian and Tom um, was actually on the Marriott Center floor. We had, um, uh, they had called me the day before and I was flying back into town. And we had originally talked about um, trying to find some secluded secret spot to meet. Um, but we quickly realized that there was probably no need for that because our media here is so on top of it that there were really no secrets of this entire process. But walking on the Marriott Center floor and having uh, Tom and Brian kind of stand there and both hit me up and tears come to their eyes and their faces turn red with passion like any BYU fan everyone has seen. Um, it, it, was, it was such a huge deal to me to feel how badly they want to continue winning and win bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was really inspiring to me. It was one of the, the, one of the special things about this place that, that, that makes me want to be here so badly. Um, I've been really fortunate to have worked with unbelievable people in the profession of basketball, starting with my high school coach, Rich Belcher, one of the great high school coaches of all time. 
really privileged to be with him. And then Lynn Nance at University of Washington and Rick Patino, who continues to be a mentor for me in basketball at the University of Kentucky. And then great coaches throughout my NBA career like Rick Carlisle and George Carl and, and, um, and Don Chaney. And, uh, and it was blessed as a player. And then as a, as a coach, uh, one of my big time great mentors is Mark Fox, who uh, I worked for at the University of Georgia and is now at Cal Berkeley. Um, and learn incredible lessons from him. Uh, had the opportunity to work for Jeff Bizdelic at Wake Forest, who now is the uh, head assistant coach uh, in, in the NBA for the Houston Rockets, doing a great job with them. And then I had the unbelievable opportunity. In fact, I begged him for the opportunity to come here and learn from Dave Rose, who is a legendary co uh, coach here and, and has set a, a bar so high uh, that it, it, it tantalizes all of us to see if we can actually jump over it. So I've been really blessed in that. But my number one mentor, without doubt, there's no close second, is Leanne Pope, my, my wife. And um, w all of us get to walk this journey, um, and she is... Uh, she is, she is the smartest person I know. Uh, she's the most beautiful person I know. She is the funniest person I know. And she is going to be a gift to this university. Um, my former employer, uh, uh, Matt Holland, was the president at Utah Valley um, when I went there. And we would do a lot of speaking together. And we would go speak. And he would always say to everybody the truth of the fact that he hired me to get her. And uh, Tom and Brian and BYU knows that too. And so she's going to be an unbelievable gift to this university, as well as my four incredibly talented and beautiful daughters. So I'm so grateful for them. Um, so um, this kind of whirlwind for me the last few weeks, there's been a lot of, a lot of uh, conversation and a lot of jobs out there. And it came into very specific relief for me several days ago when I actually, a thought crossed my mind that I had used as a recruiting pitch here at BYU. And it was this, and it just came to me in a moment. It was like, of all these places, where do you want to win the most? Where can you go win and it will mean the most on every level? And there's no doubt in my mind that it is here. And that's why I'm here. I think that's why we're here is because this is a special place to come win and win big. It's like nowhere else. And that's the challenge before us. Um, the, the, the only thing that made this a hard decision for me a little bit was there was one thing that made it hard, and that was my locker room. <laughs> my locker room down the street where I had the incredible privilege of working with those fine young men that are chasing their dreams. And when you work with a team, you form a bond that, that supersedes everything else. And um, those guys came there and they trusted us and what they've accomplished over the last several years has been truly extraordinary. And it was the only thing that made this a difficult decision for me. As coaches, we have this incredible gift of these young men who come to a school and they, they sit across the table from you and they slide their trust across the table and they give it to you and they say, we're going to block out all the external noise that we get pounded with and all the internal noise that comes from us. And we are going to put, I'm gonna, as a player, I'm going to put my trust into you and your staff. And that gift is like few others in life. 
And it really is a treasure, and it's the great honor of coaching. And so I like to talk all the time about shepherding these young men. Um, and I use that, I choose that word very carefully. Now, um, I shepherd maybe a little different than the classical shepherding. I think a lot of times in practice when things get really heated or in a game, my guys might look at me and be like, Coach, you're shepherding way different than we were taught before. But... Um, but that's what we do with this young man, and it's what we'll do here as a staff at BYU. Um, we will be wholehearted. It's an important word. We will be wholehearted in everything we do. We will be relentless every minute, every day, 24-7, chasing excellence on this team, relentless. And we will be together. And in all those ways, it will be our goal to represent this university and this community in a way that all of us are going to be extraordinarily proud of. And my deal is think about what you think we can't do as a program. Think about it. Let me know. And that's what we're going to go do. That's what we're going to get done. So with that, I think, are we doing questions? Okay, I can take any questions. Yes. What are you going to do for assistance? So uh, I'm already actually pretty far down the road with assistance. Um, so I, I, I have four things that I really care about in a staff, okay? One, I care that my guys are 24-7 relentless guys. Two, I care that my guys are fully capable of working guys on the floor and teaching them the game and enmeshed in their life because it's core. This is about these young men. Three, I want coaches who are really, really hungry and chasing their own careers. I want coaches that want to move up through the ladder. And four, I want coaches that are 100% loyal, loyal to these young men, loyal to the program, loyal to the staff, and loyal to the university. So those are the things that I look for in a staff. I have uh, been blessed to work with a great staff at UVU, and I think we have some really good ideas about where we're going with that. Thank you. Yes. John Kuhn, Associated Press. Uh, coach, just looking at, at your tenure at Utah Valley, are there specific things that you learned from your first head coaching job that will kind of help you with your second one in, in establishing the program you want at BYU? Yeah, so I learned everything, right? Because I knew nothing before I went. So I learned so much. Um, you know, I, I think that the core principles stay the same, right? I think you keep this about these young men all the time. Um, in fact, this, this profession, like I think everything else we do, it's easy to get lost in kind of the madness and the pressures and all the stresses and all the distractions. And when you do that, Leanne and I talk about this all the time, when you do that, you, the, the, the profession seems to have less meaning and it starts to go sideways. And you always have to come back to these players. So making it about these young men and their growth and their accomplishment and, and their confidence is, is paramount in everything we do. Um, I think we'll carry on some of the things that, that, that I, I, I really loved at, 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 at UVU. I think we'll schedule really, really aggressively. I think we'll be fearless in everything we do. I think we'll take our lumps and we'll jump back off the mat and with confidence go on to the next battle. Um, uh, I think our team will be a team that's not afraid of failure, that's afraid of not growing. That's what we're going to be afraid of. We're going to be afraid of not growing, right? And so I think all those focuses and many more will be important to what we do. Yes? Jay Catch, the Zone Sports Network. Do you feel you have the adequate resources to do everything you want to do here? Um, so the resources here are extraordinary. Um, 
And so, yes, I do. I think we have the adequate resources and more important. And if, if you're talking about adequate resources, certainly there's the financial and facilities resources. It's all great. But I think what's extraordinary here is the people resources. And I, that starts with Tom and with Brian and all the way down the chain of people that are so dedicated to the growth of this program. I think our resource, resources here are extraordinary. Yes. Jeff called Desert News. Could you talk about your recruiting philosophy, particularly when it pertains to BYU and kind of what your focus will be? Yep. So, um, one of uh, uh, my staff, some of my staffs here, they're, they're unbelievable uh, from UVU. And, and what, one of the things that we learned over the last four years is that we, we've actually started recruiting way different. And so, um, while most of the country is recruiting kids by um, telling them that they're the greatest and they're going to be a starter and they're going to go to the NBA, uh, we've kind of taken to the approach of of being directly hard-nosed, honest with these young men, and it turns out to be a great filter. So the guys that actually make it to our program are guys that really, really want to be there. They want to come get what we are offering. And so you talk about recruiting philosophy, it is just, for us, it's 100% transparency. And the reason is, you know, listen, I would love to have uh, the, the top five ranked players in the country come to our program every year. But, but more importantly than that is, is we value the insides of these kids and we need to find young men that are really talented players, that have big dreams, that have unbelievable insights. And so that honest, transparent conversation from the get-go is really important for us. Yeah. Mark, what was the value of the four years you spent here at BYU when considering a return? Yep. Um, well, I, you know, listen, this institution is extraordinary. It is extraordinary. It is like no other place. And so, um, so I think there, there is some incredible value to being here and getting to feel it and kind of see the insides of it and, 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 and kind of the understanding of what you're getting into. Um, you know, there's an old saying in coaching that, you know, you choose the problems you know rather than the problems you don't know, right? And, and in terms of changing jobs and, and moving on, well, um, you know, I was really blessed to, to know the problems where I was and, and know that there really are no problems here at BYU. I'm Aaron Pissner with the Daily Universe. How do you plan on connecting with a group of players that aren't your recruits here at BYU? Yeah, so we, I just talked to the team, and um, the, the first thing I said to them was, I was like, hey, guys, you know, you're in the unfortunate situation right now of having to play for a coach that you didn't choose. And so the, my first job is to recruit them and, and recruit them the way we recruit, which is to be transparent and open and honest with them and see if they want as individuals, each individually, if they want what we are offering, right? And then to go from there and work it out. So um, I, I, think we, I think we have a good chance to win over these guys. Um, I think that these guys, I know several of these guys, I actually, the way things work here at BYU, I actually recruited several of these guys. And so we have long-standing relationships. So I anticipate that, that, um, that we're gonna have great relationships very quickly uh, and there might be some guys that that choose that this is not exactly what they, what they want and if, if that's the case then we'll help them find what they need somewhere else yeah mark you talked about uh, Darnell Dixon, the daily herald you talked about uh, the meeting with tom and brian on the yeah. Marriott center floor what was the process after that to reach your decision well, uh, I, I tease Brian, we probably spent, I don't know what the count is, maybe 13 or 14 hours together. And I'm really not, eh, maybe 12, something like that. 
And if you know Brian, he's so passionate. Brian can talk. The problem is, is that I can talk too. So we had a bunch of late night rendezvous and, and kind of exploring. And of course, spent a lot of time with Tom and then, and then uh, was, was really honored to spend some time with, with Matt Richardson. And, and I should probably say Vice President Matt Richardson, right? Is that more appropriate? And, uh, and President Worthland. And then, and then um, of course, had the distinct opportunity to, to go to Salt Lake and and have meetings up there, and, and um, so that was that was the process. Speaking about recruiting, you you brought in a lot of transfers. Are you going to focus your recruiting approach nationally? How are you going to go about that? So yeah, so uh, we're going to have to cast a really really big net. Um, the one thing about BYU is, in some ways, we have a um, you know you have a pretty early onset filter, right? So. Um, so we, we, we'll, we'll cast our net throughout the entire country and, and, and around the world. Uh, we have the capability here to do that. We have the resources to be able to go do that. And so that's something that we'll be really excited about. And it's just going to take a, an inordinate amount of work and time to do it. And that's what we do best. That's what we do. It's 24-7, around the clock, relentlessly chasing it. And so I am incredibly confident that we will be able to gather uh, put together rosters that are going to exceed expectations. You know, one of the complicated things here is sometimes it's it, it, sometimes BYU can be a little bit less nimble than other places in terms of turning over a roster, but that's a challenge we welcome. On the flip side of that, I think it gives you an unbelievable strength. It gives you the chance. Right now, the whole world of college basketball is swinging on this pendulum. And certainly, we, we were at UVU about, hey, we're t getting old and staying old by taking transfers, and, and, and we're going to have little continuity to our program. We're going to turn over. You know, I graduate six, six guys every single year, it seemed like, at, at, at UVU. Um, here, I think you can actually maybe lead the trend back, right? Maybe lead the trend. Be like, hey, the reason why we're going to be really successful is because we're going to put together teams that actually come in as freshmen. They stay together and fight together for four years, and I think – you know, you saw it in the NCAA tournament. You saw old teams that had been together for a while. And I think that there's a chance to kind of buck the trend and have great success there. So we'll take a shot at that and everything else. Yes. Mark, as easy as you can. Dick Harmon, Desert News. As easy as you can, could you describe your philosophy offensively and defensively? So uh, as simple as I can make it, uh, offensively, we'd like to be as aggressive as we can with our roster. And defensively, we'd like to be as aggressive as we can with our roster. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Jay Drew, Salt Lake Tribune. Mark, did you talk about this job with Coach Rose uh, after he retired? And if so, can you share what he might have told you about it? Yeah, one of my problems is that I don't have a good filter, so I'm going to get us in a lot of trouble. So I don't know if Coach is okay with me saying this or all, but we had a chance to sit down at the Final Four. You know, the Final Four is this magical place for coaches where you just get to go see all your guys from all over the country. and. And, com and commiserate about the things that went wrong and brag about the things that went right and, and brag about the things that went wrong too because you've re refocused them as things that went right. But, um, but I got to sit down with Coach. I love Coach so much. Uh, what Coach did here is inc it's, it, it is beyond extraordinary what he accomplished here. It really is. And I had the great honor of working for him. And just like all the other coaches that I got to work with that were incredibly successful, I got to steal a bunch of stuff from him. And, um, and so, and, and he's been a great friend and, and mentor too. So I'm super grateful for him and, and uh, look forward to, to um, you know, him taking me out to lunch some more. <laughs> yes. 
What did it take to take a UVU program that was around 320 in Ken Palm when you got there to become a top 100 program? And there's maybe not as much room to move with BYU, but what, what's a realistic expectation now here? Um, so so I, I don't really deal in realistic expectations. I don't believe them. Why be realistic, right? I mean, that's not, we weren't realistic when we took the job at UVU. In fact, I had an administrator when we took the job at UVU that said, hey, whatever you do, you can never play BYU ever. It'll just be the death of the program. And so that was dealing with realistic expectations. I don't like them. I don't think athletes deal in realistic expectations. Why, why would we go to realistic expectations? Like, let's go win big or let's crash and burn, but let's go do it, right? Uh, I mean, I, I just think that's real. And I'm not trying to put, over, put o, 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 too much pressure on, on our team or where we go, but, but I'm not, I, don't, I don't like to deal in realism. That's why I'm in sports. Yeah. Gonzaga, of course, is a national contender year they're fine they're good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to do to compete with them yeah. in the west coast conference so you know i i don't know that i really think about picking one team and saying can we go compete with them i think you do i think you have markers certainly um but but what we're, what we're going to think about is we're going to be thinking about how can we build the greatest product that we can possibly build at byu we spend a lot of time focused internally you know, and that's what happens when, when you're as relentless in, in developing your players as we are. It just takes all your focus. When you're as relentless recruiting as we are, that's, everything is focused inward way more than kind of chasing, you know, some, some group out there. Certainly, you know, uh, you know, we want to go beat the Zags and everybody else in the WCC and everybody else in the country, right? And um, I'm not sure if that's realistic, but that's what we want to do, and that's what we're chasing. And, and obviously, what Coach Few has done up there is, like beyond like you know what coach few has done he's done something nobody believed he could do right and 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 he's a he's a he's a he's an extraordinary human being and he's done an excellent job and and uh so it will bring us great pleasure to beat him yeah uh jackson payndale universe uh what would you what are you looking to accomplish in your first year that you can in a year look back and say you had a successful uh first start number one i'd like to not get fired Okay, so that's always the number one goal. Uh, number two, right now, uh, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to see more than a day ahead. I want to win over this team, and I want this team to capture the vision that we have and the commitment that we have, right? I want this team to feel a renewed vigor and a renewed intensity. And, and number three, we got to recruit really hard. So if you, if you ask about markers, you know, those, that's kind of where we're starting. And then, and then you come back in, in uh, November, and I'll give you some, some, some better markers for what you'd like to do and accomplish in the season. We have time for two more questions. Yes. Yeah, Sean Walker from KSL.com. Uh, how important was it for you, Coach, because we followed your career, obviously, since you were here through UVU, everything, but how important in taking this job was it, the, the chance to, to stay local and maybe to, you know, keep your wife and, and daughters happy and that sort of thing? Was, was that a big deal for you? Well, I actually received a text message from, from Leanne at the Final Four because we had missed some communication as, as, as we were running around that said that she wasn't going to go anywhere with me if I didn't hit her back right away. So, so maybe that was really important. I'll tell you what, you know what, there's something about this. I said this, there was something real in my heart 
about that feeling. And I don't know how to explain it other than the thought crossed my mind is like, where do you want to win the most? Where do you want to win? Where do you want to go win more than anywhere else you want to go win? And you know where you want to go win? You want to go win in a community that is your family and friends and loved ones and people that, that are aspiring to great things and a community like this community that is, has this incredible entrepreneurial spirit about going to chase big dreams. Like this is, the, this is exactly where we're supposed to be right now. So it had a lot to do with, with staying here for a lot of reasons, including maintaining my marriage. <laughs> yeah. um, you've, been, you've been in a lot of places as a player and as an assistant coach and as a head coach where you've had good player development. What, what, what's kind of your focus and philosophy when it comes to developing players, you know, not only at the college level, but potentially for pro careers? Yeah. MBA and whatever. So, uh, you know, in, 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 you know, I'm not very smart, okay? But I am relentless. I will keep knocking on the door and knocking on the door and knocking on the door. And I have staff, like Coach Burgess is here today with his wife, Lisa, and, and you talk about a guy that can develop bigs. It's extraordinary what he's done at our place. Um, and it's, it's by relentlessly being there every single day, looking at film every single day, being on the court every single day, teaching really simple principles over and over and over and over and over again until be, they become comfortable in habit and not getting distracted by trying to get a big game or trying to do something else, but doing a few things great. All those things play into it. We're huge in analytics. We love them because, uh, because basically if, you, if there's any accountants in here, you know you can cook the books to say whatever you want to say as a coach, and that's what analytics do, right? So if you want your player to do something, you can find some numbers and say, hey, you need to do this, right? And, and I also believe they can really steer you. Um, we actually have a four-pillared approach to, to player development, which is not going to be interesting to anybody in here, but maybe we can talk about it later. Good. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Thank you, guys. Listen, hey, can I just finish with this? So, one, appreciate you guys being here. Two, appreciate your support of this extraordinary university and this program. And three, like as we try and climb this mountain that is so steep and so difficult, the only way we can do it is by doing it together. I hope that we can all feel a part of this together. Like, let's do this together. We'll celebrate together. It's going to be really special. This is going to be really special. So thank you guys for being here.